Shavuot Tov, everybody. Welcome to this year's podcast for Rosh Hashanah. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. It's a tale as old as time. The man gets home from a long day at work. He's just spent his entire day hopped up on all kinds of caffeinated beverages, scraping away from the crack of dawn just to make a buck for his family. He gets home tired, but ready to put a good day's work behind him. So Joey kicks off his shoes, he pops his feet up on the couch, and he cracks open a cold one. In comes Jessica. And all she wants to do is talk about her day, about his day, about the drama she had with all these people in her life. This, my friends, is a recipe for disaster. It's a perfect storm. Why are you always so distant? We never talk anymore. I just spent my whole day working my tail off for this family. Can't you just let me relax? You see, at the end of a long day, as the psychologists might put it, women want to relive their day and men want to relieve their day. If only couples could be educated about this simple psychological quirk of the opposite sex, how many arguments and fights could be avoided? What's needed here is a bridging of the gap, a mutual understanding of each other's needs. Then maybe Joey and Jessica can be there for each other in the most loving way possible. Lehavdil, but actually not so different, is the relationship between humankind and God. We are about to spend an enormous amount of time in Kinesis. Some might even say too much time over the next few holidays. We're expected, with the words set forth by our great sages, to beseech the master of the universe. And every year, it's the same story. We go to shul, we're dressed so nicely, we're hopeful this year is going to be different. This year we will have some sort of insight, some moving experience that's going to make us more worthy of God's love. And it's all only to find ourselves flipping to the end of the Siddur to check how many pages are left before I could go home and have some of Grandma's Sambusak. So my question is, what went wrong? Why do we continue to fail year after year in connecting to God in a meaningful way? I think the first key is to notice the gap, the obvious gap between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Of course, God is transcendent and infinite. I am lowly and limited. God is perfect and timeless. I am flawed and I am transient. But how can we bridge that gap the same way that Lehavdil, Joey and Jessica need to bridge their gap? Let's talk a little bit about prayer. When it comes to prayer, the Hachamim looked at the story of Hannah as the paradigm. We all know the story. Elkanah had two wives, Hannah and Penina. Penina has children, Hannah is barren. And Hannah, in the pit of her despair, gets up and decides to go beseech God. Almost like she's challenging the master of the universe to a duel from that language. Sometimes this is exactly what it feels like. We've all been there. We're so much in need of that divine touch in our lives. Things feel so empty maybe. That we feel like we need to fight a battle for God's love. 
And Eliyahu Kohen sees Hannah in her great fervor, and he thinks one thing and only one thing is possible right now. This woman must be totally smashed. And when he approaches her, Hannah says something unbelievable. Here's the text. Vatan Hannah vatomer lo adoni. She says, no, you got it all wrong. I'm just in a bad way. I didn't drink any alcohol. Not only did I not pour alcohol into me, I'm pouring my heart and soul out before God. Please don't think of me as some kind of vagabond, some kind of party girl. I'm just speaking out of my great anguish. And my great distress. We might not expect that. You know, when somebody's asking, why are you praying this way? And you have to answer to the Kohen Gadol. You might not expect somebody to say that they're speaking out of anger. But this, in my humble opinion, is exactly what the Hachamim were picking up on when they said Hana was the ultimate example of what it means to pray to God. We might think, if God is perfect and timeless then I, t- I need to myself focus only on the perfection within myself. I need to transcend my limits and negate my humanness to connect to the Almighty God. But Hana shows us just the opposite of this. Hana poured out her heart and soul to God. She understood He is the source. And she, st- she said to herself, because He's the source, there's nothing to hide. She can bring all of her emotions into the picture. Even the not-so-pretty ones. She can bring even those into her prayer. That is the definition of prayer. Prayer is not about striving to be more than we are. It's not about negating the me of now for the me that ought to be. Prayer is about fully embracing this imperfect self that sits before the master of the universe being fully genuine about how we're feeling in each moment. I think the same thing applies in our human relationships as well. Men may be from Mars. Women may be from Venus. Just like God is infinite and we are finite. But in order for men and women to get along, for all the Joeys and Jessicas of the world to avoid marital collapse, we need to bridge the gap. We need to be genuine with each other. We need to honor all of our emotions and all of our unique needs. That is the bedrock of real relationship. How can we even think to pray to a being who already knows everything about us? The answer is by bringing your whole self to the relationship. Not hiding anything from God. Not shying away from any parts of yourself. And then creating a space to let God in. Realize God is a being of ultimate compassion, which means nothing more than simply an awareness of just how it all is. So this Rosh Hashanah, you're being called upon to pray. Let this year be different. Be real. Be close. Embrace who you are in this moment. Dare to bridge that unbridgeable gap you might just find that there has never really been a gap to begin with. Thank you very much, and Shavuot Tov. Hag Sameach.